This podcast is brought to you by Likeable Media. Likeable Media produces and distributes content across the social web for mid to large size brands. Visit them at likeable.com. Welcome to All the Social Ladies with CEO of Likeable Media, Carrie Kerpin. Now, Carrie Kerpin. Hi, everyone. I'm so excited to have this All the Social Ladies interview with Caitlin Hakila. Caitlin is the social media manager for Allure. And for over six years, she's been building and managing communities, which is something that we do in social media, but it takes a really, really smart, focused person to be able to stay in that space, in the trenches with the communities for that long of a period of time. She's done it for tons of brands. We're looking at food.com, the cooking channel, Bed Bath & Beyond, and Everyday Health, along with Allure. You'll hear about their strategy of driving traffic and using social to drive traffic to the site. And you'll hear a little bit, uh, which I really loved, about the sort of digital transformation of print. Really fascinating stuff here today. I can't wait for you to take a listen. So go listen. Welcome, Caitlin, to the show. Thank you. I'm so excited to be here. I am so excited to have you here. And I know that you've been building social communities for a really long time. I would love to hear the story of your career. Sure. So I graduated from Syracuse University where I was studying studying communications and writing. And I knew I wanted to do something where it involved writing and talking with people and building communities in some aspects, but I didn't, you know, social media at the time wasn't as big as it is now and brands weren't really participating um, as much back then. So my first job, I was actually working in marketing at a retail real estate company, kind of random. I moved to New York and it was kind of the first thing I found. And I I don't know what made me do it, but I started kind of building this social following for them on platforms like Twitter and Facebook. Um, This is before Instagram and Snapchat and all of those. And I kind of just fell into it and I was good at it. And it was a really fun way for me to connect with their audience. And from there, I, I started doing social media for other brands like Scholastic and Everyday Health and Scripps Networks. And now I'm at Allure. Amazing. So were those all different positions? Did you have lots of different positions at lots of different companies? Or were you doing that eventually at an agency? Yes. Um, yes. All different jobs. Um, for a little while, I actually had my own uh, social media agency that I started. Uh, and I had a bunch of different clients. Um, but all the other ones were yes, social media community building roles. So when you built communities back in the day, I assume it was very, very different than the community building of today, especially as the net, first of all, many more networks emerge and then ad stuff becomes so much more prevalent, right? Like how we build a community on Facebook or Twitter uh, in the past was a little bit different from how we do it today. Do you find that it's harder now to build a community than it was then, or is it easier in a way? 
I think it's easier because there are so many more people online now and so many more people with smartphones and everyone, you know, everyone from their mom to their grandma to their little cousin has a social platform now. Um, so in that respect, it's easier. Um, on the other side, there's also a lot more noise and there's so many people to connect to and there's only so much you can connect with in a day. You've worked with a lot of different brands. So when you're working with a brand, what do you say in a community that doesn't then feel awkward, right? Like people are talking to each other and then you're also talking as a, as a community, a brand as a community member. How do you make that natural? Mm-hmm. I think it's all about being authentic and really speaking in the brand's voice without being cheesy or trying too hard. What I like to do when I start a new role or working on social for a new brand is really talk to everybody within the company, um, or at least on my immediate team, and kind of find out what they think the brand sounds like, what, uh, who they should, who the audience is, um, what kind of voice we should have, and. Um, I go from there. I mean, with Allure, it's it's a little different because we do have a magazine and we ha- we're a publisher, um, so we are churning out content. So I really try to mimic um, kind of the voice and style from um, our our articles. See, that's really interesting because I would imagine that Allure would be seen by people who are interested in beauty and all of these things as an expert and a thought leader. So it really, I would assume, is about really reinforcing that. Mm-hmm, definitely. So talk to me a little bit about Allure. If you look at why is Allure in social and tell me a little bit about the, the why and the strategic approach as to, that you take in social media today. Definitely. Well, across uh, publishers, one of our biggest goals is to drive traffic to our website. Um, And social media is a great way to do that. (laughs) Yes. Um, And so finding, um, finding different avenues to turn out our content and get new people um, to read it because you know, magazines, while the magazine still exists, um, they don't have the same presence as they used to because there's so many people getting their news online now. Yes. Um, and especially for a brand like Allure, there's a giant beauty community that's very passionate about beauty products and hair tips and uh, makeup tips and ideas um, online already. So it's it's definitely a great way to capitalize on that and connect with those people. So it's connecting with people who are in the beauty space online digitally already and also having that drive traffic back to Allure's site. Yes, exactly. That's awesome. And so how much of your content comes, I know you mentioned before, you talked a lot about how uh, the content what you're doing is basically taking the magazine content and making it, you know, really more social in nature and, and bringing that to life there. How much of that is created based off of that and how much of it is curated from people who are in the beauty space online and, and using kind of their insights and resharing them, crediting them, that kind of stuff? Well, our news has changed a lot. You know, we have the print magazine and a lot of that is kind of turned a little bit to create it into digital content, Mm -hmm. but a lot of the content that we get now is from the social space. So for example, we might find, you know, the 
best hairstyles on Instagram right now and create an article about that. And um, another example might be the 10 best beauty icons to follow on Snapchat. So the social space is not only a great place to get our content out there, but also create content. Oh, that is so cool because it just, the the thing, you know, growing up with magazines is that you feel like they're, you know, everything about them, you know, they're glossy. They have all of this great content about who and what to do and how to, how to do everything great. And now when you look at it, that, that the community actually has a, a chance to participate in that content and add value to that content must be so empowering for the community. Do people freak out when you name them and, and reach out in that way? They must. Yes, they do. They get very excited. And I feel I feel such power to be able to connect with people from the Allure handle and then feel so excited about it. And um, that just shows the power of the brand is still there, even though um, the space has changed a little bit from um, in print to digital. Well, I actually love how you guys are transitioning and that what you've done with the site and really made it a little bit more digital in nature, you know, signing up for the newsletter, that kind of stuff is really, uh, I like that transition. I, and it must have not been easy at the organization to do that. In terms of your structure and like who handles social, how many people, how it works, talk to me a little bit about how does that infrastructure work at Allure? Who's doing the social? Are you on the communities 24-7? Tell us all about it. <laughs> Pretty much. Um, I mean, we we have small digital teams. Um, we are, you know, still transitioning into being becoming more digital and more social focused. Um, currently, um, it's me and uh, one other associate social manager that handle all of our platforms. Um, and we sit on the digital editorial team. So we work really closely with all of our editors and those who are writing the content. And so you're managing the communities themselves, like every network you're on, is that you or is it a team? Um, yeah, it's me and uh, one other social manager. So we're in the trenches every day, <gasps> talking to the fans, <laughs> writing the wow. content. Yeah. Okay. So this I ask of anyone who's managing a community, do you <laughs> find it difficult to shut it off? When you get home from work, can you go visit your dog Wallace, who I love already, and your two cats? <laughs> uh, when you get home, can you turn it off or are you constantly checking the Allure handles and, and seeing what's going on? I think that's the hardest part of being a social media manager yep. in any sense. It's constant. Social media never ends. And it's something that I struggle with. I really try to turn it off as much as I can to have that you know, balance. Um, luckily, there's two of us, so that, that helps a lot. Um, but I think that's one of the hardest things when you get into being in social media. You know, a lot of other jobs when, you know, you go on vacation or take a day off, you can put the work aside and go home and relax and that's it. But the social communities don't end just because you take a day off. Um, but so. I would imagine <laughs> the rewards for you of seeing people who are so thrilled really kind of help benefit that. Because for me, when I see community managers, it's like they can't shut it off, but also it's like the good moments of making the community happy or watching that community grow are just so phenomenal that it becomes sort of worth it. Yes, definitely. There's some great rewards from it and it's really exciting to build something. Um, but it, I'd say for anyone who becomes a social manager, really 
try to focus on having that balance. Awesome. So you talked a little bit about website traffic being the primary goal. How important is reach and engagement to you and these other metrics? What does a successful uh, sort of social campaign or year in social look like to you? Definitely. I think it depends on the brand's priorities. For us, traffic has been, especially in the last year, our number one goal. I think growing you know, our audience numbers, those engaging are also really important. Um, but because primarily traffic it's is, traffic, it's yep. the big thing for us right now. But, you know, actually for 2016, growing our audience numbers is a really big goal for us. So those can kind of change and switch back and forth. But I think all of it's very important. And given the change in algorithms and how, how they've really sort of pushed towards paid media on these networks, do you guys have a paid strategy in place to help drive that traffic? Or is it like you're trying to do it all rogue, all organic, all the time? <laughs> um, you know, that's one thing that it's always changing. I, I, Facebook just made another change last night to their algorithm. So we're always pivoting and changing our editorial strategy, changing up what kind of content best works for our audience and for the algorithm. Um, I think we're up for dabbling more in paid this year, um, but we really try to um, be as organic as possible. Yep. Um, but you know, that, that changes every day. So, Wow. So which network do you think is performing best for Allure and which is your personal favorite network? Yes, I think Facebook has been our biggest uh, social platform for Allure. It's our biggest traffic driver. It's where I think, you know, there's just such a big audience on Facebook. So there's just so many more people to connect with. I personally love Instagram just because um, I really love taking pictures, especially of my pets. <laughs> and, I love that. Um, I also used to be a food blogger and I had a supper club. So putting food in there is, is a priority for me. <laughs> Ooh, that's fun. I love food blogging always at all times. Yeah. I love any pictures of food. <laughs> Anytime I see them. But wait, you had a supper club. Can you explain that to me? I did. Sure. So um, it's kind of been on hold for a few months because it is so demanding, but I love it. It's called The Sauce. And basically once a month, I would hold um, kind of these underground supper club events where I would invite a chef to a space. Um, oftentimes I would have an artist or a musician there to provide some entertainment. Um, and it's really fun. I'd have like 15 to 25 people, depending on the size of the space. And we would have some great food and drink and art and music. And it's just a really fun event that I did. That, that is so cool. Okay. How do you make sure as a, somebody who's managing communities, how do you make sure that you have time to do things you also love? outside of communities. I, I know that's the hardest part. <laughs> I think um, that's one of the things, if I had to give advice to anyone, um, whether you're in social media or not, I feel like meeting as many people as possible is very important. I spent so many years going to events and meetups and also engaging um, on social media platforms with people and taking classes. 
um, and doing these events and my blog. Um, and I'm so glad I've done it all because I've met so many great people that have been big parts of my career and also some of my closest friends I've met on platforms like Twitter, which is so funny to think now. Um, and it is hard to balance, but I think, you know, as, as somebody who, especially if you're in social, you know, having your own brand and having your own, um, presence is really important. And I always think of, you know, things like my supper club and my blog is a really a big extension of me and my brand. And so what advice would you have for people who really want to get into this space, who want to be at the forefront of, of managing communities and, and working for a big brand? What advice would you have for them? I think it's important to really stay in the know about social media. I think that's one of the biggest challenges is um, there's so many new platforms and it's always changing. And I think learning as much as you can about Uh, social media platforms and um, what's coming up next is a great way to be really valuable to a company because you kind of know something Mm. that they don't. So I'd say going, there's all these social media and community manager meetups that I often do. That's a really great way to talk to other people in the space and um, just learn more about what's coming and what's working for other brands. Oh, I love that. All about staying current. That is really cool. Awesome. So Caitlin, where should people follow you if they want to connect with you and where should they follow Allure? Definitely. So on Instagram and Twitter, you can follow me at Caitlin Hake. So that's at C-A-I-T-L-I-N-H-E-I-K. And you can follow Allure at Allure on Instagram or on Twitter at Allure underscore magazine. And if you're on Snapchat, we're at Allure mag. Awesome. I love it. And pro tip, Caitlin is verified on Twitter. She's the real <laughs> deal. She is real <laughs> deal. I just saw that little blue check and I was like, ooh, I can't believe it. This yes, I felt so very honored. <laughs> and she also has the best stories of her pets, which is a side note for another time. <laughs> and follow Allure on all of their social channels. Caitlin, thank you so much for being on the show today. You are one fabulous social lady. Thank you so much. This is great. You've been listening to All the Social Ladies with Carrie Kerfin, CEO of Likeable Media. You can follow Carrie on Twitter, at Carrie Kerfin. To get current social media insights and great tips, sign up for Carrie's weekly newsletter by emailing newsletter at likeable.com. This podcast is brought to you by Likeable Media. Likeable Media produces and distributes content across the social web for mid to large size brands. Visit them at likeable.com.